That was perfect. <laughs> Can we just talk? Hey. The song I never thought I needed. Mm. So good. That has become the background to that real funny talk. <laughs> that is the adventures of Mitch and Gooder. You always gotta do that, your hand thing. I'm just thinking about. <laughs> what up, Gooder? Hey, Mitchell. What is happening? Oh, man. It is another episode. It's another week in quarantine. Jesus, Lord. I'm losing it. I, I think we both know that I have a sass about me. No. And it is but amplified. Never, Renee? <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Let me get this. I. Let me get something off my chest, as we know. As as we do around this time, every time we do this show, somebody got to get something off their chest. Let me release. Release that thing on, on them. I, first of all, a couple things. The word stupid has been a through line since Monday. Like, mm. not stupid that I'm like trying to dig on myself. Just like, I need a routine in my life. Do you know yes. what I mean? Like, and I yes. have, I have one that kind of exists yes. that I created for myself in this moment. Mm-hmm. But like, I forgot my nephew's name the other day. Oh, shit. I was like, Hey, how's, how's, um, Henley. And I was talking to my cousin, Natalie's technically my cousin, but uh-huh. my nephew, but I was like, how's Henley. And, um, I couldn't remember her other kid's name oh, and man. i know it because i oh, you know i know i we, i talk about them all the time it's luke but i right. she, and she was like i'll just let you figure it out and i was like what what makes you think what what's going on like why do you think this is happening i just don't think i'm being stimulated by the outside world and then when we go when i went go to the grocery store or something everyone's so tense and yeah. filled with anxiety that kindness is hard to catch because everyone has a mask on Woo, that is a bar. That was a bar. (laughs) Kindness is hard to catch because everybody has a mask on. Thank you. It's real, right? That shit hit like a shot of tequila. (laughs) That was real. That was a bar. Thank you, <laughs> MC Corinne. <laughs> Quarantine um, MC. <laughs> I because I went. Oh, so I went. Um, my uh, best friend's um, brother-in-law and his wife both very possibly have COVID. Oh no! And they're okay, and they're being treated, and they're isolated, and all this stuff. Okay. But um, they live about an hour and a half away, and so. Um, she asked if I would go with her to just drop stuff off at the front door. And she mm. is married to the son of my landlord. So she's always like, they, I live in a back house. Right. And I, they're my landlords and they live in the front house and they're it. essential workers or landscapers, the Corona guy. Yeah. Corona um, guy. And they're, they don't, they can't get out there. So she was like, do you mind coming with me? And I was like, not at all. So I went with her. We stopped at a smart and final. Mm-hmm to get some like bulk stuff at a, at a proper rate. Yeah. Um, and 
we were standing in line and you know at the grocery store everybody's got the lines right yeah. now smart yeah. and final is not doing so great with that process but they're, they're not trying. they're not doing the six feet thing they are but it's not as clear okay so um we meet up with her sister-in-law who's gonna buy everyone's obviously everyone's covid friendly everyone's got their gloves their masks their outfits mm -hmm. we're mm -hmm. hazmatting fashionably mm -hmm. And um, she's going to, anyway, she's there. We meet her there because she's buying all the bulk stuff and we're just going to mm -hmm. take it. And this woman, we're all getting in line. We we're like, imagine all the cash registers and then we're in line and we move down and then this cash register opens mm -hmm. and there's a woman standing way too close to me anyway. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I'm bad with confrontation, so I won't tell her to move. Right. Well, I know I should, but I'm just like, ugh. Wait, 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 wait. You're bad with confrontation? I'm bad with confrontation. I'm good at shit talk. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, I'm about to say, I, I, okay. I can address an issue with someone I know, but I oh, okay. can't, like, you know, snap off with a stranger because I can't it. fight. <laughs> Newsflash. I can't fight. You're dropping bars and a news flash within the first five minutes of this podcast. <laughs> this is going to be a great one. I'm very excited about this one right now. <laughs> so, so the woman, the lady who works there is like, hey, next person go to cash register one. So we all have to back up. And this woman won't move. Mm -hmm. And then she gently backs up and she goes, God, fucking go already. Are you moving? What are you guys, retarded? And I... Everything in me wanted oh to just God. jump on her and just start going like this. <laughs> just punching her gently, giving her fist kisses. Yes. And um, she's just <laughs> sitting there, and I'm just, I'm so mad. And then I started laughing because I was, like, retarded. Yeah. I go, wow. I mean, you just shouted it like it didn't matter. Who says that in 2020? Well, who says that? Well, a lot of people. It's, it's making a comeback. But, is it? Yeah. Okay. Sad. <laughs> That's sad. This woman doesn't seem politically incorrect anyway. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So she was, but she didn't move. And then finally I'm like, well, you're not even moving. And she's like, I fucking retard. And like walked past again under her oh, She was talking to you? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Man, did so I. So this woman is still walking around the earth, able to tell that story? She's alive? Yeah, I can't fight. I mean, what did you have in the cart? I mean, you know, I would have hurled a pineapple in her face or something. I mean, she would have had to feel something. A bag of oranges hurt. Did you ever see the movie Grifters? I saw the movie Grifters. I didn't know that a bag of oranges was a utensil to be used by people that didn't want to hurt but not harm until I saw Grifters. I mean, I haven't seen grifters. There was a bag of limes. I guess I could have utilized. Oh, a bag of limes would have been fine. They're smaller. They're, they they, they kind of, it's like little baby punches every time the bag hits you. <laughs> <laughs> so we walked out and actually we were laughing, but. Here's what like, you do. Here's what you do next time you go to a grocery store. Mm -hmm. Just get a bag of fruit, period. Just keep hitting during the time that we're in this 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 covid era that we're in and everything and people are, are a little bit feisty and acting a little bit funky and you don't know what you're going to encounter just keep a bag of apples or or oranges or limes yeah on deck <laughs> okay for the next dumb bitch that tries to call you retarded here's Fuck the thing. that lady she wasn't okay. wrong for the week i had been a little off no 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 <laughs> No, we're not, well, we're not, we're not going to give that energy. 
She You're is right. wrong. She is wrong. But What's I'm going to say this. I am going to say this because this week we're, you know, this episode, we're obviously talking about true crime and murder. We're not obviously. What's so funny is that you're like, the minute you were like, grab a bag of oranges, bag of oranges. And I'm in my head going, I watch so much true crime. Right. And I'm like, I'll get caught if she dies. You know what I mean? Like, right. you got you to prepare You'll you'll crime. be you'll be the bag of oranges murderer. That'll be your name forever. You'll be on Netflix, bag of oranges. Yeah, the citrus a, killer. A, a citrus killer. The six part series of an Italian lady from Chicago who was in Los Feliz and had one a little bit too much. She, she was took. <laughs> she so, made fruit salad. She made fruit salad out of her. <laughs> Aggressor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this the whole true crime thing, you know, it's funny, Gooder. Like, I know, like, we've known each other for quite some time, and I know that Dateline is your thing. My jam. I'll be honest with you. I grew up in Hollis, Queens, man. <laughs> There's a lot of true crime going on in my neighborhood. I don't want to watch white people crime. I've had enough... African-American people crime. And, I, you know, here's the thing. I have seen some Dateline. I, I, I'm not going to act like I've never seen Dateline. But that right. would be, it's hard to not see them. Right. And I, I did see one one time about this girl who dated this guy in Florida. And she moved down to Florida. And they were, like, the perfect couple. And they're, they're always the perfect couple. Perfect. Always. They were meant for one another. <laughs> yes. She, she was amazing room. to her. Now, I, then they have, you have the girlfriend. I've never seen anybody treat Cherie the way Cherie. Daniel did. Cherie. <laughs> and then Cherie went down to Miami, and they never saw her again. <laughs> and the truth came out. Or so, did. like, while we're in quarantine, or, or like, like, have you been overdosing on on your on your murder mystery television? Can I say something? Yeah. No, I have not. Good. I haven't. So I watch Dateline. I watch, and like, I look, I Google what's the best docu-series on HBO right now. What's the new right. docu? Right. Because I love documentaries and I like murder docu-series. Docu yeah, yeah, yeah. Since the quarantine, I haven't needed that release as much. Like, I didn't finish Tiger King. You you still haven't seen, finished it all? No, you and that's know not what's like funny? me. Sonya and I watched, they have a, um, it's, you should, well, you gotta get through it because it's very funny. Joe McHale hosts, like, yeah. an after show. Yeah. And it's Joe McHale, so he's yeah. asking, like, these questions that probably he would never ask him if he was in front of these people, <laughs> but it was fucking hysterical. And you kind of, so you kind of call it, like, where are they now thing with the, with the Tiger King cast. Yeah. And it was pretty, it was pretty damn funny. So, like, yeah. they, they even have after shows now. Of murder mysteries well I, yeah they should but in terms of like how, how did you get into how, like what was the thing do you remember the the dateline episode that started or, or was it a dateline episode like what was the thing that got you into murder mystery television so my mom growing up always watched anything that was like svu mm -hmm. uh uh, 40 another for, uh, 48 hours another 48 hours is well oh, Nick Nolte was great in that <laughs> um uh, it's uh and she will always watch any crime series she always watched she watched 2020 Nightline Dateline 
anything. I think what got me into it was that that show on Oxygen called Snapped. Oh, yeah. Nothing made me laugh harder. Right. Nothing, because... Because the way they they build it... Well, first of all, I was immature at the time, so it didn't really bother me that a woman killed her husband, but it's it's about women who killing their significant other because they snapped. Right, right, right. And just to give give women such like a sassy like title, it's like this is all female and she snapped. Like she couldn't like she had to have lost it one day to find the strength to kill her husband. Like it wasn't building up or she couldn't strategize. Um but I loved that show and my brother was so obsessed with serial killers when we were growing (laughs) up that there was this book called um an encyclopedia of serial killers A to Uh Z. Uh and it has every serial killer and there's one called the worst letter ever Uh and it's about a man who basically ate his neighbor's kids fuck but left a letter for the woman this is like really it's like in the depression left a handwritten letter for the woman explaining what happened to the kids and apologizing Oh my God. And he goes into details to why he started eating human flesh, like all this stuff and how he killed the kids. Like he tenderized them, but the woman was illiterate. Wow. Which was good. I was supposed to have, I was supposed to have steak tonight. (laughs) Babe, I don't need no steak tonight. (laughs) But that kind of shit intrigues me. It intrigued me. So yeah, that's how. That's that, that's so crazy. That's so crazy. Like you know, like so, like Dayline is Dayline your favorite, or is it Jinx? Like what? Like what's what's your like? What's the all time? What's the ultimate? Because like like I I need you to walk me through this world because this is like again like this is not. Yeah. I watched I watched Empire Strikes Back for the forty hundred million <laughs> time just the other day, but I just this. I just can't like this. I don't know what it is. I just, it's, it's something that I just cannot connect with. And, and, and maybe it's weird. Like I like, I like my murder via lasers and lightsabers. For sure. You like dramatic, you like, um, fancy murders. I like it with a soundtrack. Yeah. You like it with like a costume designer. A little Uh, John Williams, if you will. (laughs) A little, a little marionette, if you will. A A hard shelled helmet. Yes. And a light. And a light. Um, <laughs> um, honestly, Dateline never fails me. Uh-huh. I feel like 2020 will do stuff and they won't give you a conclusion. I need a conclusion. I, that's what I, lo- I hate about the Dateline shows, though, is like the, um, the, what, the, what we call in TV the tosses, like the tosses to break. <laughs> yes. And there's like, it's like, did she or didn't she? Did he do it? Why? Here it comes, but wait two minutes. Like it's just like there's no way. Once you want the beauty of those of those teases and tosses is the minute you fucking watch one segment, you're in. And I just, and that's sometimes I, I I purposely like nah 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 babe nah 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 babe we not no 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 the toss is coming. I don't want to. I don't want to know. I don't get to the toss. You know one show I did get into. I'm not gonna front was um few years back making a murderer so good i believe i watched that it was i think it came out during thanksgiving weekend and i remember like it was like that friday you know when you have your leftovers and you're really not doing anything and you're not going to anybody's house and i remember me and my wife Sonya literally sat there and watched the entire 
series. And How I good was, was it? It was so good. I felt making a murderer <laughs> made me feel bad for the murderer, though. Like, but did you think he did it? I think he did it. Oh, I did like, not. I, I, I think I forget the guy's name, but I really I felt like he yeah, did. Yeah, what is his name? I felt like he was responsible. Um, I felt bad for the nephew. Stephen Avery. What's his name? Stephen Avery. Stephen Avery. Avery and Brendan. And Brendan, yeah, I felt bad for Brendan. I felt like Brendan got talked into some shit. Yeah. That he really didn't want to do, and Brendan was a little slow. And he was, you know, his lack of intelligence was was uh, abused, but... He was Lenny. Yeah, Lenny from Lenny Mice from and Men. <laughs> yeah, Lenny up from Up Mice and Men. Lenny did some shit, though. Yeah, Lenny Lenny could snap your neck in a heartbeat if he liked yeah. your hair. Len, Lenny, was, Lenny was not about the games. He, he was so strong, he didn't know how strong he was. Don't let that motherfucker stroke your hair. <laughs> um, I, I think it's interesting that you think he did it. I don't think he did it. I think his uh, brother-in-law did it with his son. I think, actually, I think Brendan's brother did it, and they framed... Stephen Avery. Stephen Avery. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I just, I just felt like Stephen. He just, he looked so innocent, but his life was too guilty. Like he looked like somebody that could eventually find himself doing some shit like that. Yeah, he looked like that uh, white trash troublemaker in grade school. Yeah. Who always had a little bit of a dirty edge of his gene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He smelled he, like he smelled like a little bit like alcohol, like a little bit like beer. Just a taste. Yeah, like he doesn't drink a lot of beer. <laughs> but maybe like somebody threw a beer at him, so he smelled of beer. <laughs> I feel like I was thinking the other day, and I've only seen the first three episodes of Tiger King, and not, I need to rewatch episode three. Oh, but yeah. um I was I was thinking of Stephen Avery the other day because I was like, how pissed is he that this other trash ass people took over his thunder. Like they oh, stole his oh, thunder. Yeah. They, they stood because that because all the Tiger King really is is making of a murderer with with lions and tigers. Yes, it's, it's just a, it's making a murderer in a zoo. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's yeah. that's the only difference. <laughs> it's it's if hair bands were yeah. making a murderer. Exactly. Exactly. Like it's, it's, the, it's the be it like this is it's going to sound weird, but it's almost like. It's the trashier version yes, yeah. of a trashy murder mystery docuseries. It looks like they're all, Tiger King always looks like they're ready to shoot like a 1980s porn. Right. And right. making a murderer is just a little bit more like, I guess we'll fuck in this trailer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. No, make, making a murderer is wild. Tiger King is wild because... It's it's weird that somebody would be so crazy as to film themselves planning a murder and then eventually get arrested for trying to murder somebody. Like yeah. it's actually like Joe Exotic is the dumbest murderer ever. You never yeah. like he has footage upon footage upon, that he filmed of himself <laughs> doing this. Like that's white privilege for your ass. Like, you know, that's, that's, he, he felt he was so white he could not get caught. He's like, I'm just doing it out in the open. What are they going to do about it? I'm right here. I'm going to shoot Carol Baskin as soon as I get a chance to kill her. I'm going to kill her. Me pop her. I'm going to read her diary. How do you get her diary? I got her diary. <laughs> that is a um <laughs> that's not just a white person that's a special varietal 
Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's that guy's um, straight dumpster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's that. So let me ask you a question. Like, what 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 is it like? Do do you have friends that are into the true crime stuff? Like, like I feel like women in general like the true crime. Do you? Yeah, I wonder why women do. I feel like I I feel it's interesting because every guy that I've had like a relationship with, mm-hmm. and I and I truly like to fall asleep watching Dateline. I like watching falling asleep to watching like thrillers and shit. I don't, mm. murder doesn't make me sleep unhappily for some wow. reason, but the guys I've dated always be like, I don't want to watch that. It feels so negative. And I'm yeah. like, I can, yeah. I can agree with the guys you dated on that. Well, that's probably the only thing I'll ever agree with those guys on. Cause that's not, was, my, cause I watched Ozark. I'm watching Ozark right now. Yeah. And I watched a, like a gang of episodes and like, it was up to like three 30 the other day. And it was so weird because I was like, Maybe this isn't the best thing to watch right before bed. It's so great. It's It's such a great show, but it's just gray. Like, I want to give a shout out to the um, director of photography from Ozark. Yeah. Because there's never a sunny day in the Ozark. (laughs) Even in the summer. Even in the summer when they're out, you know, on the boats and getting gas for the boats and having uh, underage sex, it's always overcast. (laughs) <laughs> like, there's never a sunny day in the Ozark. Do you know what's crazy? When I was a bar mitzvah entertainer, thank uh-huh. you, um, we went to the Lake of the Ozarks. Really? In Missouri to perform at a resort there. Uh-huh. So I, I've seen it sunny, but I understand why murder can happen there. Yeah, it feels like, I mean, it's just the woods give off, a, like... Murder and play and place your bodies here vibe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's like spiders. There was a sign about spiders mm. that it was like basically like you're gonna see this giant spider and you will die if it bites you. Wow. And so yeah. you just don't sleep well. That's not my I I really think that's you not you don't my thing. sleep well. The thing that started it for me though, as far as docuseries, is the jinx. Did you see the jinx? No, I did not. It's an HBO docuseries, See the Jinx. What is the Jinx about? It's about this guy who, it's, I don't even know how to explain it. He's uh, Robert, again, my brain is so off. That's not the Iceman one, right? No, it's, um. Okay. What's his name? I saw one about the Iceman. The Iceman. Robert Durst. Robert Durst. Robert Durst, okay. He famously, his wife disappeared. They accused him of killing her. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Mike. And, uh. And basically, he claims he's innocent. He's rich. Everyone, wait right, to Mike away. if you go see away. him. Go away. Uh, <laughs> His, your hair looks better this week, though, I will, I'll admit. You're growing into your, your afro. <laughs> um, basically, <laughs> he keeps killing people. People around him keep dying. Right. But the end of the series, it's they leave his mic on. Mm-hmm. And he talks oh. to himself. Like, you have to watch it. Watch it. It's on HBO? HBO. Okay, I want to watch it. it. It's I'm gonna watch so it. good. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to do it just for you. Thank you. I'm going to, I also want to say that there's, there's another reason why that I'm not particularly into watching Dateline shows. Okay. Or murder mystery shows in general is because I have a wife. Yeah. And those shows give off a lot of information on if you wanted to kill somebody, <laughs> this is the way you would do something like that. 
but they always and, get caught. Remember that. I mean, I, I just don't want Sonya ingesting those kind of thoughts into her mind. And so I don't think it's a really good idea for her to watch, especially I don't want to, you know, like, like for instance, like if my wife decided that she wanted to like do me in, <laughs> I don't want to be the, the guy that showed her the fucking blueprint on how to take me out. Like that's <laughs> to, to me, I feel like that's just stupid. Nobody's plotting your fucking murders. Okay. Okay. No one has time for you. All right. Okay. We're watching Datelines. We know we're educated. Okay. We have education. Okay. Okay. We're going to sleep. We have education. No one's keeping notes because let me tell you when it happens, we don't need to write it down. See, when you talk about murder, your Italian really comes out. <laughs> what I'm saying like is, you we don't have to plot Renee it. to Vinnie Gautier right now. <laughs> when we want to do the murder, don't you worry about nothing over there. There ain't no notes, okay? There ain't no, no notes. I don't need Dateline to tell me no. any fucking thing. All I got the lime and the shovel in my motherfucking Jeep Cherokee right now. See? You know about lime and shovels. Well, I watched, I watched uh, way too many Martin Scorsese. Right. <laughs> Dateline shows you what you can't do. Right, so then, okay. I mean, Dateline is, for the husbands on the screen... Dateline is saving you a little bit longer every day. Gotcha. Because the women that do plot, they always fuck it up. Okay. Because they use their vaginas and they <laughs> always fuck it up. Right. Okay? So, well, Matt, you won't see it coming, way, baby. <laughs> vagina has a way of uh, messing things up sometimes. For everyone, really. It's yeah, a goddamn a whole, mess. Whole lot of dudes in jail over some some good vagina. <laughs> and bad vagina. Yeah. You're not very selective if I do yeah. say so myself. Speaking of selective. Yes. May I say? Yes. The thing is, the, here's the truth, is I DVR Dateline. Okay. Which means I DVR old and new. Okay. You never know if you've seen one from season 27. You don't know what's going on. Yeah. The thing that happens, and I'm sure Kelly, and I'm sure any woman that watches it a lot, once you you know something as a formula, you start to notice other shit. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you start mm -hmm. to notice other things that happen on Dateline. Like for me especially, like I'm always enthralled with the people that speak on behalf of the dead. Mm. I have a whole bit about it on stage. I truly, truly have written down who I want to speak on my Dateline. Oh, wow. No, I don't. Because there's some people that, like, some don't even try to look okay. Like, right. I, and then the other ones, they don't have anything to say, but they wanted to be on TV. Right, right, right. Like, it's so interesting because you're like, well, this bitch obviously hated her. Yeah, you can't have any haters on your dateline. No. You and, can't and have a bitch commentary. that was, like, even, like, uh, even if it's a dude or I said, or, or a, a, a woman who was just, like, on some... They didn't really like you in life, but they definitely like, you know, like, I don't want to see any uh, comedians. Yeah, I do. Doing your shit. Oh, I do. If something happened to you, God forbid. If, if I got datelined. If you got datelined. Not just murdered, because datelined. I, I, I personally feel like, you know, I, the writer side of me could be on there, but I'm not trying to do time during your <laughs> dateline. You know, I'm not trying to get these jokes off. You what know? if my wait? What if my dateline was an open mic? And, <laughs> and I, here's hear me out. 
Okay. When, I, when I get murdered, right? In the mm. hopes Dateline calls, right? Because right. it has to be a murder worth telling, right? Mm-hmm. I don't just get murdered in the backyard and we're like, whoops, she's dead. No one wants right. to hear that story. Cut right. and dry. Right. But if if I, I want you to make me this promise, but consider this a will. Oh my God. What are we doing? It's, you're fine. These, this is why you need to watch Dateline take away more casually. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> if I get Datelines, I want you to immediately online start okay. a sign-up sheet for an open mic for my Dateline. Okay. <laughs> you have to come camera ready. Camera ready. You have to open with a Renee joke and close with a Renee joke, but you can work one out in the middle. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, and oh, we gotta tell your jokes. No, or joke no, no, about no. you. About me. You know, okay, it doesn't okay. have to be my joke. You could say my favorite joke of hers, but it's an open mic, so it's for you to work it out. Okay, cool. But also, <laughs> also, if a comic's like, I don't want to do her Dateline because I don't want to burn any jokes. Mm-hmm. I want you to tell them on my behalf that I hate them. Okay, <laughs> I I will do that. That's who I want to speak on my Dateline. The the Renee Dateline commandments. I got yes. you. Yes, thank you. you. That's I all. You. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just really, I know how dark that is, but I don't care. <laughs> no, I, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I, you know, it is dark, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I walk into the, the tunnel with you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> have okay. you, have you ever watched anything that you, because you've seen some Datelines, how crazy do you think it is? Well, first, how crazy do you think it is to be have to sit and speak on behalf of a friend or a person or be asked to speak on a dateline for the mm. person who was murdered? Do you have a viewing party? Um yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think that's something like you you invite the friends over and have like um appetizers and, and uh spanakopita. And, you don't have tombstone pizzas? <laughs> no, you don't have tombstone pizzas. <laughs> You don't do that. It's a big break. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't think that's something that I, I think it's a weird thing to do. Um, but you know, like that's the person that yours will probably have a viewing party. Your Dateline because yeah, I have but, comics on it. Yeah, you have comics, and then it'll be it'll be a whole comic thing. It's their first it, late night spot. It'll happen at American Barbershop. We'll get a screen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In between I mean, commercials, each of the comics will come up and like talk about that segment. Yeah, that yeah, could be happens. like your dateline could actually be like a two parter in a lot of ways. <laughs> that because the, the open mic part could be that. Like that to me yeah. is really the best way to facilitate your open mic thing. That's how do you? <laughs> how do you feel about husbands always seem to be the ones who did it? Well, you know what's the thing that like in the in the in. And all the stuff that I see, I always like marvel at how, especially as we, you know, technology has taken over our world, how people don't realize like there's cameras every fucking where. Everywhere. Every, I mean, there were cameras that, you know, saw the Aaron Hernandez car drive by moments before he killed that. Oh, uh, what a good show. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that, you know, it's like, there, and on top, like, the the clues that pe- that murderers leave behind murderers are very messy. Yeah, they're very messy. They leave footprints, fingerprints. Sometimes even the fucking murder weapon. I think they found at the Aaron Hernandez thing. They found the murder weapon, or you know, they they, mm-hmm. they found the shoes and the trail, and you know, it's like I don't think if I were to do something like that, I would want to be 
kind of foolproof. I would want to do things away from cameras. You know, yeah. like coming, the one I saw the Dateline about um, Daniel and Cherie, I, I'm just going to call them that. Yeah. I don't know if that's what their real names. What if um, I knew exactly which one you were talking about? It's like, no. actually, Karen and Bruce, but go right. ahead. No, no, but it was this dude, and he was like this dude, and he was in Miami, and he brought the girl down, and then he was in and out of her apartment building, and he, he went to his car, and you can, the time, and you know how they have like, the timeline mm -hmm. and all that? Yeah. So it was just weird, you know, like, uh, the thing about the husbands normally on these Dateline shows that get caught is that they get caught because they're not thinking it through. No, because usually, okay, so most murders of a person you know. <laughs> Can I just say something? Huh? I love how you say the word murder. How do I you say may, it? It sounds like burger when you say it. Murder <laughs> with cheese. Can I have a murder with cheese? Always. Small fry. Black and white shake, please. <laughs> I always have a murder with cheese. Um, but like, because most murder is, <laughs> most, most murders of someone you know or a spouse are out of passion. Yeah. Consider crimes of passion in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though they might like go to Walmart and buy a shovel and act like, wow, I don't know why that's weird. Right, 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 right. Um, I like gardening. <laughs> what? In Manhattan. I got, <laughs> I got three shovels, a couple of pairs of gloves. I live in a high-rise apartment building, but I like gardening. <laughs> you don't know my life. And so, um, but it's not like a serial killer, because serial killers are more methodical. When you're doing shit in passion, mm -hmm. you're not thinking. Right. You know what I mean? As much as you think you've thought it out, you're not thinking it out. Well, I mean, the other side of it is, is like, you know, and this is the thing about the Aaron Hernandez doc, which I, I appreciated, was that they went into, you know, his history or his past and uncovered a lot of things about his mental health in terms of his relationship with his mother, um, with his sexuality, mm -hmm. uh, you know, things of that nature. And so all of that stuff, you know, it, it, it lined up to let you know that, okay, this guy was one hell of a tight end, but he also was pretty good at murder too. Like that was kind of his yeah. thing, but it he also, excelled. it gave you, you know, he excelled in all areas of life Yeah, on the field and off. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the Amanda Knox docuseries? Do you remember the Amanda Knox thing? The Italian, the Italy murder? I do, I do remember that story, but no, I didn't see, I didn't um, see the thing. The documentary is interesting. The thing that happens with these documentaries and with Dateline and anyone, the police <laughs> in these always look so fucking <laughs> dumb. Like, mm -hmm. you're like, some of them know, some of them, you know, usually the detectives are fine, but the actual police department is so shady on its own. Like, I, I, I can't even, it always reminds me of like, you know, like in Die Hard or any mm -hmm. action movie, especially mm -hmm. in the two, early 2000s, yeah. late 90s, mm -hmm. we're like, do you remember there was always like the regular, the regular police department, mm -hmm. right? And a murder happens in their town. Yeah. And the deputy's like sussing it out, looking for it. And then all of a sudden the FBI comes in mm -hmm. and the police are always so pissed. <laughs> yeah. Like, why the fucking FBI? Why are those guys here? You're out of your jurisdiction. Like yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. loses their shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's just like, do they both think the other's that dumb? How am I supposed to trust them? Right, right, right. So we're at a time so revered, and really they're just regular guys in uniform. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I just, 
it, 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 it's it's weird because I what I don't like about the docu series kind is like you can tell there's some docu series in certain docu series where the police guys are just normal policemen and they're not very TV savvy. Yeah, I don't like the TV savvy. I like my shine police guy. Yeah, like you could tell he's. They kind of reread him like, oh, I like when you said that. Say it again, but say it like this. And he tries to like do this, and then yeah, the camera like, <laughs> I don't want you to don't have your fucking moment, policeman. Like, just tell the story. The policeman I trust is one who almost cries. <laughs> yeah, or the that's one the who, one. Yeah, it has a little bit of remorse. Like you know, you talk about the body and. You know, yeah. the, it was a, it was a terrible scene, and and I want to hear some emotion. I want to hear I want to hear a little throat flutter. You know, <laughs> when, you, when you discuss the murder, I don't want you, you know, I don't want you to be robotic, and I don't want you to be show offy either. Like I bound through there and da 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 da. Right. I think it's interesting though. It is it, watching Datelines and those kind of thing is really educational as far as like I didn't realize. Uh, the, the DNA, like basically your DNA can be left on anything. You oh, touch. yeah. Well, I you know, that's oh, the OJ trial let us know about. Yeah. That was the first time DNA was like such a really humongous big deal, you know. Well, and, and it wasn't even nearly as advanced as, as it is now. As it is now, for sure. For sure. So it's so kind of cool. Like you're excited to see if the DNA matches. Matches. Oh, the <laughs> DNA matches. Ooh. My favorite, they had something I, like that in Ozark. Like, ooh, did, oh, yeah. they, were, they were checking some stuff out, some bones. They were like, ooh, does the DNA match? And I'm sitting there like, oh, did it match? <laughs> Do you know what's cool? Is a, a woman I used to work with in Chicago, her husband was a dentist, mm -hmm. and he would go to unidentifiable bodies and do dental records to find out who they mm, were. Wow. That's how they identified him. And I thought that was pretty cool. Like, wow. I didn't know that was possible either, that your dental records could match what up with who you What a job that is. What, what mean, a job. Like, well, how went, was your day? Well, babe, I just looked at a four or five unidentifiable bodies. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, thank God they had their teeth left. Because God, like, how, how do you have that kind of conversation with your wife over dinner? <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't go to dental school thinking he was going to end up doing that shit. What they didn't know is she had a cap. <laughs> yeah. Those, um, that yeah. smile wasn't even real. <laughs> exactly. Sure, she was pretty, we think. <laughs> but her teeth were all fucked up. <laughs> um, uh, oh my God, I'm so sorry. What? Well, the, my ding came in. <laughs> I keep oh, getting I mean, text messages. We're, 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 we're working from home. You know, we're on our computers. <laughs> There's no apologies necessary. My wife might walk through here without her clothes on, and we're going to put it in a, in a, in a, uh, in a spot. <laughs> we're going to put it in one of our promos. <laughs> we'll just blur it. Yeah, just blur. It's like, you know, naked lady walks past the screen. That's just a flesh-colored blob. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't trip. I got ghosts in my house. <laughs> Naked-ass ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Have Naked. you ever been arrested? Uh, One time. Me too. One time. It was the dumbest fucking reason to get arrested. I was filming a movie. Oh. This movie that not a lot of people know that I ever did. It was a movie called Fathers and Sons. It was this uh, independent movie I made. around. I was like 17, 18 years old. And I was filming it in Asbury Park, uh, New Jersey, where uh, Bruce, Spring, Bruce Springsteen is from. Ooh, and I got, in, I got this, I don't know why, I was underage, but somehow I was in a place they were letting me drink. And okay. I got a little angry, and I kind of stormed out of a place. And I had a beer in my hand. 
and I smashed the beer like on the on the ground. Not around. I mean, the street was empty. This place was like not. It was, it was one. It's more like one of those like uh, summer uh, areas where people go for the summer. Yeah. Where people do live there, but it's like just town people. Yeah. And a cop pulled up on me, and they were like, "You're disturbing the peace." Let me just say this: um, Asbury Park is not the place for a black man to throw a bottle on the ground. Okay. Because basically, I just littered. But you know, did you they, break the bottle? Yeah, they treated they treated it like I had um, smacked fourteen grandmothers. I swear, like I was in jail. They probably wouldn't have pulled you over for that. <laughs> what smacking fourteen grandmothers? Yeah, oh, shit, hell happens no. every day in Asbury. But, no, yeah, I, I mean, I got you know, I got uh, fingerprinted, all that stuff. I had to uh, call the head of production to come get me out of jail. I was like the rebel, and it was a, but it wasn't. I always, I'm embarrassed to tell that story because it wasn't like, yo, I fought 14 motherfuckers and you know what I'm saying? I took them all down. And I was just waiting for the cops to come get me. Come and get me. Like, I, I, it was nothing like that. It was, I had got a little angry, had a little bit too much to drink. I got mad. <laughs> I threw a bottle down and the cops was whoop, whoop. And that's my, my that's my one time went to jail store. <laughs> I, I know it didn't go like this, but there's this visual of me watching you throw the bottle down that you're just like, belligerent and then you just go eh. oh I thought it's soft eh. and it just happens to break like, whoop, whoop. <laughs> like, like when, it, when it first hit it, on impact it didn't fall the second it, it bounced and the second thing it hit that's what made it break just like a 17 year old like boy tantrum you just like yeah. hate it yeah it was I, it wasn't and I'm, I mean I'm, that's like legitimately 30 years ago I don't even remember why I was even mad. I wish I could remember, but you were drunk. I just stormed out of a place, and oh, that's funny because I I have been since drunk like that, but I know not to storm out with the bottle in my hand. And the lesson was learned. How about you? Have you ever been arrested? What about your arresting story? Mine is a little long, so I'll truncate. But basically, I was working for a company for a bar mitzvah company. Okay, and I was this is, this is bar mitzvah days. Yes, I was running the office. And they changed ownership. And long story short, I start. I went with another person to take with the other clients that wanted to go with the other person. No one liked the guy who took over this thing. Anyway, mm. I had a laptop that was given to me uh -huh. that had no information on it. The information and all the client information for this mm. DJ company was mm. all in a desktop. But right. the new owner didn't know that. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right, the new right, owner right. didn't know that, but he was mad because all the clients came with us. Okay. So he just assumed I stole the computer. Basically, I oh. got arrested for stealing a laptop. Wow. And the guy looked like if Tony Soprano, mm, no, what's a good character? Who's, he just looked like a fat, gross. <laughs> he was not Italian, but he was this oh, okay. Jewish kid who, I guess the company I worked for had done his bar mitzvah. Uh -huh. He was just, a, he's a slimy fuck. So anyway. Right. Kind of like Sean Penn's character in uh, Carlito's way, like Davey Kleinfeld. Yes, but not, just but, like way more fatter. unattractive. Right, right, and, right. And, act, and wore like Gucci sweatpants. Like he oh, just yeah. tried really hard. Oh yeah, so, okay. I got the, the private detectives came to talk to me mm -hmm. before I got arrested. And I said, they said, we're looking for, um, we're looking for Adele. 
computer. And I go, I go. Oh, not a Dell computer. And I go, no, you're not. And they're like, what? And I go, you're looking for this. This is the, con- it's a, it's a Toshiba mm-hmm. laptop. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a Dell. You basically, they got a receipt for a computer and claimed that was the computer I stole. Oh, wow. I said, no, I have the computer. It was in my trunk when we cleaned out my office. Mm -hmm. It's a blue Toshiba. This is what you're looking for. Uh I literally gave it to them. Uh He still wanted to press charges. So I had to turn myself in. Wow. On my birthday. Wow. And at first I got there and I was like, you know, I was Renee where I was like nice and like, making jokes because I was like nervous, but I also knew I didn't do anything wrong. Right. But the private detectives had met me before. There were these two guys and I knew they liked me because they mm. were like really nice to me. And they're like, listen, obviously that we're realizing this is sour grapes. Yeah. This is not like real theft. Right. So we, if he wants to press charges, we have to figure out whatever, whatever. Anyway. So I almost had to spend the night in jail, mm. but I asked them to show me, where they were like, we're going to let you go. He has to come down. He had to come down to sign a release form mm-hmm. to let me not stay there. But he said he would do it after he worked out and got lunch. Oh, dickhead. He's a piece of shit. He's a piece so, of shit. He's a piece of shit. So he, before he gets there, I'm like, hey, did you guys, are you going to take a mugshot? And they're like, do you want a mugshot? And I go, I mean, I want to see where it all happens. <laughs> so, <laughs> basically gave me a tour uh-huh. of the fucking precinct. And they're like, this is where you would have slept. And I was like, oh, that's kind of gross, huh? Kind of scary. And they're right. like, yeah. And I was like, thanks so much, guys. And they're like, we can tell you're very forthcoming. We know this is not about whatever. I ended up going to court. I cried in court, but um, I sent them Did you cry for note. real or was it a performance cry? No, for real. Okay. Because my defense was not a good t- attorney. Okay. It was just bad. But um, they, I sent them thank you cards, the detectives. Oh, my God. And cookies? Did you send cookies too? No cookies. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so I, I did have a record. I remember I moved here. So, basically, never... we're criminals. Yeah, we're, we're true crime criminals. We're criminals. We're true criminals. Me and you. <laughs> Bonnie well, and Clyde, Mitch and Gooder. Let me ask you something. Did you have to fill out, because when I had to fill out my next application for a job mm-hmm. after that, yeah, I never had to worry about, like, have you been convicted? Right. Well, <laughs> technically, I, hadn't, I wasn't convicted. And I it, was. It was kind of expunged. <laughs> so, you know, I, it's not on my, it wasn't on my record. Well, I was convicted. Hold on. But then they were like, you have a year if you don't, if on good behavior, if you uh-huh. come back, we'll expunge it. So you and were out like, there in them streets for a year on just, papers uh, with the Chicago PD? Yep. Oh, shit. And I was, oh, no, it was Glenview, Illinois PD. Oh, um, No, see, you should have said Chicago. It made it sound. I want to be a liar. Come on. It would have been better. not in me. But <laughs> I, that year I moved here to L.A., and mm-hmm. I remember filling in an application and then I had to go back. I had to go back to Chicago to have a court date to get it expunged. And I remember sitting in there and I'm like in a little like little skirt suit and I'm reading Harry Potter. Oh, wow. And I'm just waiting for my name to get called. And I had fired my lawyer. So they're like, where's your lawyer? I go, I don't need one. And they're like, oh, you were, you were defending yourself. I didn't need, it was just an, ex, it was just checking in on my record. Okay. Okay. And so okay. I was sitting next to like 
women who had like killed their husbands, beat the shit out of someone. Like it was fucking crazy. And I was like, there, there's no way they're not letting me go at this point. Like I look like a fucking Catholic schoolgirl next to these people. So you, you dressed, you dressed to get off and you got off. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Gooder. You beat the system. I did. You beat the system. So let me ask you a question because we are partners in crime and comedy. Yeah. Uh, we've been talking murder and mystery and true crime and all that. <laughs> but, you know, if we were really into like crime. Yeah. Like committing them. What, what, what kind of, what kind of, kind of, criminal spree will we go on? I think we'd be con artists. Mm. I don't think we'd murder. I think you and I are too much no. personality for murder. No, 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 no. I, it, I like the con game. I think we'd be con artists. I like the con game, you know? <laughs> yes. You send, I send you off to go chat up a, a gentleman and, you know. Yeah. But see, the thing about us, we're in the entertainment industry, so I would like try to talk to you and like conning somebody to get me apart. Yes. But then I feel like you would also try to be like, no, you can't wear that. You got to wear this. Like you'd all of a sudden start making me wear, like, you'd be like, I think Gooder, I think you're better in pink. Yeah. Turn then, it up a little bit, Gooder. I mean, you're a little bit too subdued. You know, the guy, the I, guy likes red. <laughs> That's maroon you're wearing. Get, <laughs> make a better I, decision. And then I would go off and be like, Mitch, don't mansplain Connor. <laughs> I know what I'm doing here. I went to prison. I was convicted. I had to have my fucking record expunged. You got fucking thrown in jail for breaking a bottle, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you this. You and I would be platonically the Mr. and Mrs. Smith of con artists. Mm. I want, I want, I want to have to dance. I want to have to do like tango at it, like a ballroom. Oh man! I mean, or like you know, just us at a hip hop club, like oh you my know, god, like recreating oh. the scene for uh, what's that movie that you love so much that we save, did for Save the Last Dance. Save the Last Dance. We could just do the Save the Last Dance dance. <gasps> yes. That would be like our our cue to commit whatever, like the 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 cloak of whatever was going down would happen during our Save the Last Dance dance. We'd have other guys that would be like underneath us. Like we'd have a team of con artists. Yes. And like, you know, there's always a, co a computer guy who turns the cameras always. off. Always. Our computer guy, like the black guy from Die Hard. The quarterback <laughs> is toast. <laughs> but there'd be, but in our dance moves, we'd be like pickpocketing people. Yeah. Or like, they'd be like, don't stop, get it, get it, get stop it. the watch. Da, don't da, stop. Da, da, da. Uh -uh. <laughs> and then we'd Every time my hand moves, we come back, and I, sometimes I'd be passing you uh, a wallet, <laughs> sometimes you'd be passing me a wallet, and maybe then I'd get a cell phone. <laughs> don't stop, get it, get it. And we just still like that. <laughs> <laughs> what would our crime, like our, what would be our name? Like, you know how like in Home Alone, there's wet bandits, there's... Uh. We'd be called the two step, the two. Uh, and so, I don't know, something, something about inner city, like, you know, because we're both from, like, we're both from cities, like, in, in it, oh, shit. I don't have I know, it. that's I, such I, a hard one. It's a hard one. I, I don't know. I, I, it's like something, but it'd be something like thuggy, like, you know. Yeah. Here's and, the thing. Why don't we, if anyone, anyone that's listening to this, when you get to this part, 
Will you tag Mitch and I what you think our duo name would be? I love that. Let's love have that. people comment what they think our name would be. What, because what would our name be? I, I don't, the web band is from Home Alone. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I want I want something like you know like the inner Good. city crime team. You know like you know. Yeah, like them. something that like. <laughs> what about what about this? Them. <laughs> them. I really want to know what people think, especially if you listen to this podcast, because then you'll you'll have a better like whole look. But right. for me, I feel like it has to be something like the Two Step Kings or the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Two Step Kings is not bad. Yeah, but then it doesn't. They're no queen. You a king of two stepping? You know what I'm saying? It's gender neutral. King, you you a king you a king at the at the crime game. Oh, then let's call it the two step queens if you don't care about the gender. I'm, I'm good with it. I mean, no shit. Who gives <laughs> I tried a fuck? to flip it. No, no, you're not gonna make this weird for me. I'm fine with that. Right. <laughs> I'm fine. Sometimes our... I may have to wear a dress in disguise. You don't know what I'm doing. You don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, perfect song that we play when we drive away. Can we just talk? <laughs> we Can play, we just talk? Because you play smooth R&B. Mm. You don't play no fucking rowdy, rah-rah, Motley Crue shit, or no, you know, no loud-ass Jay-Z music, 50 Cent shit. Because that 50 Cent just sound like crime. You yeah. don't want to sound like crime when you drive away from a crime. So what I about... Figured, yeah. You play some smooth, something smooth. Maybe yeah. some Kenny Rogers. You know, like the gambler, <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, I would you know like Danger would Zone. What'd you say? Danger Zone, Footloose By, soundtrack. Uh, Danger Zone for the Footloose, or are you talking about from Top Gun? Is, Highway to, to the. the yeah, that's that's Top Gun. Zone. You're right. That's Top Gun. Top Gun. That's Top yeah, Gun. He has other two songs in Footloose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny I'm Loggins. free. I'm yeah. free. Kenny Loggins had a moment. That he was, he was, he was rocking during that time. You know, but I would, I would, um, yeah, I would go with, that. I would go with that. I would go with that. I would go with that. What would we leave as our calling card? A, uh, a drink ticket from a comedy show? <laughs> a flyer. <laughs> it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a drink ticket. It'd just be a flyer to a random comedy show Killing that happened comedy. five years ago that nobody came to. And that's we, why we steal. Yeah, because nobody supported our dream so now we steal your dreams <laughs> that's um, our job <laughs> okay let's close this up by one important question yes what celebrity in this world mm -hmm. would you commit a crime for what celebrity would i commit a crime for if they asked you if they came to you who would you not be able to say no to um I don't know why this name is popping in my head at this moment in time. Who is it? Viola Davis. <laughs> like I get it. I, I get know. it. Maybe because uh, maybe because she stars in How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah. And but I know that's just a character she plays, and she's a very sweet human being. Yeah. Um, and if she did, if something happened, then she probably needed it, and she needed me to help her. her. Yeah. So the, yeah, it would probably be Viola Davis. I it's probably want to help Viola Davis because Viola Davis is a she gives great speeches, and I know she would ask me to do it in a way that would inspire me. You have no know, she gives those inspirational ass. She's perfect. Um, 
uh, award speeches, when she wins an award, she always makes it about something way bigger than just winning a fucking award. She's perfect. Perfect. So uh, it, for me, it would be Viola Davis. Now, which celebrity would you commit a crime for? Well, right before I tell you, I want to tell you about one crime that's been happening this whole show <laughs> is that I have a, have my hair's half up, half down, and I have this alfalfa fucking sprout coming out the top, and that one friend of mine on this show told me. That's the crime. <laughs> now, let me move on. Okay. I, I, like, I like when you have issues with your stuff, so that way I don't feel bad when I have my moments. I'm sorry. Uh, no one told me? All right. I thought that was a style. That's what we were going for. We were going for a little bit of, you know. I mean, yes, but not not that. A little but, bit of uh, spaghetti uh, top. Yeah. Oh, okay. Spaghetti <laughs> top. Now I'm Chris Kirkpatrick. In sync. How dare you? He's my ex-husband. Oh my god. Um, I would kill. I would commit a crime for Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. I love her. Why? She, she is my American Idol. She's the first American Idol. She is so sweet. She deserves a crime to be committed for her. Um, and yeah, that's it. Wow. Yeah. Because she doesn't look like she would do anything wrong either. So that's the thing that kind of throws me about the whole Kelly Clarkson thing. Because I don't see, I don't see Kelly Clarkson doing anything that require her to Oh, that's why she would get you to do it so she wouldn't have to do it. Yeah, and I would. You'd probably take out one of her producers of her talk show or something like that. <laughs> Some bitch that was driving her crazy. All right. Well, if anyone knows Kelly Clarkson, tell her to follow us on Adventures in Mitch and Gooder. Yes, and because follow uh, me. Renee will commit crimes for you yes. and, and preserve your career. All right. Well, the good news is you and I are both doing well enough. We don't have to pull cons just yet. No, no, no. No, thank even, God. Thank even God. though I feel like my whole career has been a con. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I always feel like that myself. Like every time I get a writing job, I'm like, "Hmm, is this when they're gonna find me out?" Yes, 100%. I don't know what I've been doing for all this time. I know. Well, that's not true. You're very smart. Okay.